Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hope you had a good weekend, everybody. Uh, What a special night this could be in Sacramento where the Kings can clinch a playoff spot for the first time since 2006. Hey, just passing this along. I just did a show with Sean Salisbury on YouTube and I, I will just, I don't normally brag and promote stuff, but if you did not get a chance to watch that show live at your leisure, when you have 20 minutes or so, go to my YouTube channel. If you don't like that with Grant Napier and, and give that a watch or listen. Okay. You don't even have to watch it. Just listen to how powerful of a conversation that was today with Sean Salisbury. It's incredible. He said, you know, I always talk about there are, there are people that just talk and then there are people that just do things. You know, actions speak louder than words. And I have so much respect for him. Uh, Sean got very emotional as he talked about rescuing three dogs that had been left for dead, chained up in a garage. It's just incredible. Great conversation. So if you missed it, Go check it out when you get an opportunity. All right. What a week, huh? Final four. Congratulations to Ryan and all the uh, folks from San Diego State. This is a uh, an incredible tournament, and it just goes to show you why you play the game. Okay? It's the same. <laughs> it's why the Kings are third in the West. Nobody picked them to go third in the West. All right? Nobody. They might even be second. Think about What has transpired with the Sacramento Kings? Think about what transpired in the last two weeks of the NCAA basketball tournament. I mean, just absolutely unbelievable. There's no way to explain this. There's just no way to explain this. This Final Four coming up this weekend in Houston is, I'm not even sure how to describe it. Would you just say it's, should it's a miracle? I mean, I'm not even sure what word to use. Okay. What, What do you even say about what transpired in the first four rounds of the NCAA men's basketball tournament? How do you explain this? How do you explain it? I mean, San Diego State's going to be playing FAU and Miami's playing, I mean, UConn, I mean, you have a four seed and a five seed 
and a five seed and a nine seed. It's unbelievable. It really is. All right, if you want to talk about the Kings, now's your opportunity. All you need to do is hit that hand icon, and I will put you right on. Major League Baseball also starting this week. Hey, Lamar Jackson putting out on social media that he has requested a trade, did that earlier this month with the Ravens. I don't know a lot about negotiating and negotiations. I really don't. I don't know a lot about sports agents. But if there's any individual in pro sports right now that needs representation, in my opinion, it's Lamar Jackson. Plain and simple. All right. Let's get to some phone calls and we start off with Waggus. Waggus, good afternoon. You'll be my leadoff man today. How are you? Uh, I'm good, Grant. How are you doing? I'm good, buddy. Good. All right. So I uh, I wanted to first start off uh, by the Kings. So uh, even though if we clinch tonight or tomorrow, we're obviously going to be in the playoffs. I'm looking at the seating. Um, so, in, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, I kind of broke it down. I believe we got eight games left after today, tonight. If we just go four and four, we should have the three spot locked up, right? Yes, they'll be. There's. They're not going to be any worse than three. There's very little chance of the Kings being any worse than three. I mean, they got a six-game lead in the loss column, Waggus, over Phoenix. They're not going to finish. They're either going to finish second or third. They're not going to finish first. They're either going to finish second or third. There's really. There's very, very, very little chance. Even if they lost all the games, they'd probably end up three. But they're not going to lose all their games. Okay. Fair enough. I guess my next question is how let's just, I don't think the Kings could get out of the first round if they play Phoenix or the Lakers, but let's just assume that they are going to get out of the first round. How important would it be to go for the number two seed right now and get that home court? Well, they have home court for the first round. You're right. Uh, first yeah. of all, after tonight, there's seven games. Yeah, I, I, oh, okay. I don't think there's a team. I don't think there's a team in the West that the Kings could not be, to be honest with you. I mean, why do we think that Kevin Durant is going to come back and be Kevin Durant and not affect the rhythm or anything that's going on in Phoenix? Why would we think that the Lakers, who have been a 500 team all year, are all of a sudden just going to be a championship caliber team? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I would agree with you that those are not matchups that I'd be licking my chops over if those teams were to, at full strength. But the reality is, the Kings have shown all year that they can play with anybody in the Western Conference. So, I mean, I, yeah. I I think I wouldn't want to play the Warriors personally if they're healthy. I think that would be a very difficult matchup. But, I mean, none of these teams, Waggus, have shown any degree of consistency all year. Here's my counterargument to that. I, I agree with you. Here's my counterargument. You can't beat a team like the Lakers at full strand or, or pretty much any team if you don't play defense in the playoffs. That's been proven, right? All right. Which one of these teams in the West are good defensive teams? I would say that um, I would put the Clippers up there. All right. Because because the Clipper, um, but the Kings do match um, well against the Clippers. My second team that I would put up there would probably be the Warriors. Uh, because, okay. um, and then. I do think the Lakers are a far better uh, defensive team when Anthony Davis is healthy and, and some of the pieces they have put around. I'm just saying, Grant, you know, we have a, we still have a relatively young team that hasn't been there. And when you don't play defense in big moments, people like LeBron James and Kevin Grant, 
they'll destroy you on possessions or, or there'll be well, sequences. LeBron like- James, LeBron James and Kevin Durant are going to destroy teams that play great defense and teams that play no defense. That's not a good example. And those guys, that's why they're superstars. That's why they're elite players. You know, the, the reality is the whoever plays the Kings in the first round is going to say, wow, we have a really difficult matchup because we have to figure out a way to outscore this team and figure out a way to stop them. And really, the Kings offensively have shown that they really can't be stopped. I mean, they're, they're, they average 121 points a game. That's number yep. one in the league. So you can say that the Kings are not a good defensive team, but as Jerry Reynolds always used to say, you know, that's why they have the scoreboard hanging over the court because they keep the score of the game. And the Kings are going to have a big, you know, slowing the Kings down for four times in a series is not going to be easy. No, I mean, look, I get, I, Grant, I want the Kings to win. I'm just trying to be objective here because the team. Yeah, I understand. I haven't seen, yeah. Um, but, okay, so the second part, how big – would it be for the Kings to play the Lakers or for the Kings to play the Warriors in the first round series? I'm talking about from an it would be, point of view. It would be uh, unbelievable, but I would also say it may not be advantageous because I think there would be a lot of Laker fans in the building and I think there would be a lot of Warrior fans in the building. Okay. Okay. All right. No, as we get closer, I'm just trying to imagine. Grant, it's it's been 16 years. I'm just trying to imagine the playoffs. Hey, I understand, buddy. I'm with you. Yeah. I got you loud and clear. And I really Thanks, like your yeah. I really like your new background on the post game show. It's I actually grew up watching that, so it kind of brought brought back some memories of old Arco. Thank you. Uh, um, and then lastly, and um, where do you think Lamar Jackson ends up? Or I, I do agree he he does need some representation fast. I don't know why he's you know not getting that, but I think he's going to end up in Baltimore. Okay. I, I I don't see a team trading for him and giving him the type of money that he wants. Okay, we're, so, we're signing a trade. Trade is not the right word. I don't see a team giving him an offer sheet that he thinks he's worth. I don't see that happening. Okay, I, I mean, I mean, I just don't see him then accepting something from the Ravens. Other than he, he, he doesn't have, have to accept anything. He's yeah, he's under contract. Right. He, he he's yeah. he's 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 under contract. If he doesn't play, he gets up thirty two and a half million dollars. You think Lamar Jackson is going to give oh. up thirty two and a half million dollars? Oh, I wouldn't either. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> very good point. Uh, thank you, Grant, and look forward to it. All right. Take care, buddy. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Good stuff right there from Waggus. Good leadoff man. And we get to uh, Mr. Happy. Ryan, who's Aztecs, are in the final freaking four. How are you, buddy? Final freaking four. Doing great. Thanks for the Aztec love, Grant. Yes, sir. Hey, um, I wanted to take a crack at your question to open the show about how you explain yes. the final four. And I think this is how you explain it. You are now seeing the evolution of college basketball. Most importantly, um, the effect of one and done on the Blue Bloods. And you are seeing now more teams, FAU, perfect example. They have the most time together as a unit. Um, You know, that's why the, the smaller teams or quote unquote smaller teams are knocking off bigger teams. And then you're seeing more guys maximize their five years in college with the transfer portal and jumping around on teams that could go further with guys that aren't probably going to be in the NBA. Maybe they play overseas. So I think this parody is going to be here to stay. I don't disagree with you. I think we've been seeing that trend the last couple of years. We've been seeing over the last few years, more and more 
number one and number two seeds getting upset in the early rounds. So I think you're right. I think you're spot on. Yeah, and it, it, what, you're right, Grant, about the way it's been trending because, you know, you look at your Loyola's, uh, Chicago's, you look at uh, your Butler's, they kind of started off that trend, right? Gonzaga to a degree. So it, it's really important. I think it's great for college basketball. All right, where are you right now? You got What game are you watching? I'm at soccer practice. Oh, lucky you. Lucky me. So okay. sorry for the win. But I just wanted to get that no, point no. and see what you thought about that. It's all good. I think you're 100% spot on, and uh, we'll look forward to your pregame show coming up at 6.30. All right. Go Kings. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls, and we say hello to Connor. Hello, Connor. How are you today? I'm doing great, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Just like Ryan has his Aztecs, I got my Huskies in the Final Four. Just absolutely, That's right. Congratulations. Absolutely destroyed Gonzaga. It was pretty surprising to see. Uh-huh. I mean – Think about their last two games and what they did to their opponents, right? I mean, it was a clinic, an absolute clinic. Yeah, they've beaten every team so far by 15 points or more, which is just unheard of. They got three NBA-ready guys. They're yeah. the most complete team left by far, and they're obviously heavy favorites, which kind of makes me a little bit scared and worried about an upset coming because – these other three teams are here for a reason. They didn't just get a cakewalk or anything. They beat really good teams. Miami beat Houston and Texas. SDSU took down Alabama. So, I mean, I don't – I mean, right now we're playing pretty perfect basketball. I'm just worried about what if the shots don't fall in a game and stuff. The other team could capitalize and it could cause a loss. Could be. But, but I mean, if you're Connecticut, you could not ask – for a better situation, not only to be in the Final Four, but being in the Final Four against, and again, I, I hate to say this because all these teams have shown that they're really good, but not going against the national powerhouses. I mean, if you're Connecticut, you, you're in a pretty good situation right now. Doesn't mean they're going to win. Doesn't mean they're going to win easily. But again, they're in a pretty good situation. Yeah, and then kind of to touch on Ryan's point about some of the smaller schools and stuff getting better, I think it – I think the gap between these powerhouse power five schools and the mid majors gets smaller and smaller every year with reasons like Ryan said, with the transfer portal and the one and dones and everything, because you look at teams like FAU and stuff, they destroy everyone in their conference. They only had like three losses and then they come in playing together and they beat a team whose most players won't be on the team the next year. And it's just interesting to see all these Cinderella's aren't really even Cinderella's anymore. It's becoming more it's a common, great point. common. You know, and it's and again, you know, I would say this, you know, the teams like Florida, Atlantic, there's not one college basketball fan in America outside of Florida Atlantic that could have named you one player on that team. And here they are in the final four. And it's 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 a it's an unbelievable story. It really is an unbelievable story. Yeah, it sure is. And then I wanted to get to the Kings because I think, do you think this is one of the biggest days in Kings history or is that overplaying it? That's overplaying it. It's not one of the biggest days in Kings history. I would say it's one of the biggest days, if not the biggest day since the Golden One Center opened, but it's not one of the biggest days in Kings history. No, I, I don't agree with that. Yeah, I look at comparing it to events in my lifetime, like the day we found out the team was staying, the opening of Golden One Center, when Vivek came on mid-court and gave his yep. speech and stuff. I mean, 
I think the atmosphere tonight is going to be incredible. I think the crowd is going to carry this team to victory. And I think I heard something about there's some other games going on a little earlier that could clinch the playoff before the Kings get their victory. So it'll be interesting to see how the crowd reacts if when they all find out that they're in before the game's over. I can't see how they would lose to Minnesota tonight without Carl Anthony Towns, and it looks like Anthony Edwards is out. I, I don't really – I would be shocked, not surprised. I would be shocked if the Kings do not win the game tonight. Now, had Minnesota been at full strength, I would say it's a little bit of a toss-up. I'd still give the Kings a little edge, but not by much. But now I, I don't see any way that the Kings do not win this game. Do you? I mean, I really mean that. I know we've said that a couple times this year but not, not in this situation with the energy that is going to be in that building. I just don't see how the Kings do not win this game and win it rather easily. Yeah, without Carl Anthony Towns, they've been without him most of the year, and I think they beat the Kings without him. I think the big thing is Anthony Edwards. I think he's questionable and stuff. If he doesn't play, I don't see where the Timberwolves are going to get yep. their points from. And I think if he doesn't play, then there's no reason the Kings shouldn't win and win comfortably tonight. Um, they should win comfortably tonight. I, I think Edwards, Ryan was saying that he was downgraded uh, to uh, doubtful. So, you know, again, with these guys or without these guys, the Kings should win this game tonight and win it comfortably. Yeah, I agree. And then last thing I got today, I got to listen to the whole thing with Sean and stuff on YouTube. I mean, that was great. I can tell that he's a great guy without really knowing him. I mean, the passion and stuff and the emotions he had. We need more people like him in the community. He's amazing, isn't he? He really is. I love to, I love storytelling with him because he's got so many phenomenal stories. And, you know, again, he just goes out and does what he thinks is right. And he's uh, he's an amazing, an amazing person. No doubt about that. Yeah, he's awesome. That's all I got today. Go Kings. Take care, buddy. See you. Yeah, if you missed that show with Sean Salisbury today on YouTube, trust me, uh, it is definitely worth 20 or 25 minutes of your time. It is definitely worth it. Don't forget, Ryan will have the pregame, and then he will join me at halftime and postgame. Not only do the Kings clinch a playoff spot with win tonight, they clinch home court advantage in the first round with a win tonight. So don't, you know, don't forget about that either. I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. But this, this crowd tonight, is going to be absolutely unbelievable. It really is going to be unbelievable. Incredible. All right, so after tonight, then the Kings go and play a pair of games in Portland. And uh, the question now is, are the Kings going to win 50 games this year? All right, eight games left. Are the Kings going to win 50 games? You see this team going five and three. Now, here's what we don't know in trying to forecast these final games. We don't know who's playing and who's not playing down the stretch. So let's talk about the five wins. I say, yes, they are. Tonight, they're going to win. They're going to win both the games of Portland, but let's say they lose one. So that's two. They're going to beat San Antonio. That's three wins. Then you have at New Orleans and at Dallas. You should be able to beat Dallas. That's four wins. New Orleans. And then Golden State at home. 
and at Denver. I think they're going to win 50 games. Again, think about this. Minnesota tonight at Portland, at Portland, home San Antonio, at New Orleans, at Dallas, home Golden State at Denver. Now that Denver game, in all likelihood, is going to be absolutely meaningless for both teams. So I have no idea how they coach that. I would think if the Kings have a chance to win 50, regardless of who's on the floor for Sacramento, they're going to be pretty inspired. That Warriors game is going to be unbelievable too. That's going to be one hell of a game because that's going to be a big game for Golden State in all likelihood. That's going to be a big game. So, yeah, I really think the Kings are going to win five of the next eight. I really do. Especially if teams decide they're not playing anybody like tonight again. So, uh, I will say this. I've been, I covered the uh, NBA every night for 32 years. I don't ever, ever recall a team, or let me rephrase this. I don't ever recall a team's opponent being as shorthanded as the Kings' opponents have been since the All-Star break. I've never seen anything like this. All right, so you have Phoenix right now, who's fourth with 35 losses. The Clippers are fifth, okay, with 36 losses. Then you ready for this? Sixth, seventh, and eighth all have 37 losses. That's Golden State, Minnesota, and New Orleans. The Lakers and the Thunder have 38 losses and are in ninth and tenth. How crazy is this? How crazy is this? You don't think that every game means a lot? And Dallas, by the way, is 11th with 39 defeats, as are the Jazz. All right, hit me up. Kings tonight. Timberwolves. Pre-game. Halftime. Post-game. Over on YouTube, if you don't like that. No, not even really isn't even necessary to talk about baseball with opening day this week. Nobody in Sacramento cares. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. All right, let's get to uh, Rich right here on Listen Up. Hey, Rich. Hey, Grant. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing great. I, you know, that's that, you know, you know, the answer to that question, man. I'm here in San Diego. I know Diego. the answer to that. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> Understand. Yes. Yeah, this town is going. I mean, I've had so much fun the last few days starting Friday. There's a place just right up the street that just reopened uh, the location. It's like always one of my favorite places, like five minutes from my place where I live. And it's actually called the Chiba Hut, right? And it's like mm-hmm. three minutes from the from the campus. And uh, I mean, I came home. I couldn't even hardly. I mean, people were screaming and just it was so just amazing atmosphere. There was alumni there, there were students there, and it was just one of the, the most awesome atmospheres I've been in, you know, uh, you know, rooting on a college team and, and since I can ever remember, you know, it was really That's amazing. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. So, but uh, yeah, and then went to a, an Irish pub in the last game, you know, and it was the same way. It wasn't quite as, it, it wasn't as close to the campus. It wasn't quite as more older folks, and it, but everybody was into the game and it was just, it was really, really good. And that was, you know, that's awesome. Just, that's a, yeah, it was a great, great experience. And I'm so much looking forward to the, the Kings, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I was actually rooting rooting for the uh, uh, you know for for the uh, Golden State to, to lose last night because I want I wanted to see him be at home you know uh, and, yeah. and clinch clinch the so I think it's all the stars are aligning so to speak is what I'm saying yeah and, well uh, they have so, been they've been aligning for most yeah. of the year but since <laughs> since since the All Star break I yeah. I have never seen anything like this I've never seen a team whose opponents are shorthanded almost every single game. I mean, it's been that way since the All-Star break. Almost yeah. every single game, the Kings have played a team without one of their main guys on the floor. Yeah. And, you know, that speaks that speaks really big for the Kings, too, because, you know, they've got to, like, you know, you, and you've talked about it, you know, about, you know, the, the uh, you know, the the uh, crew that's keeping them healthy and, and how they practice and how they stay in shape, you know, and, and that's just, uh, it just kind of sums it all up, so. Uh, I'm yep. really, uh, really looking forward to seeing this game tonight. And, uh, you know, my grandson that was on just ahead of me, you know, a UConn fan, you know, <laughs> I, I honestly, I feel, I feel really, I feel really, really strong though, that it's going to end up down with SBSU and, and UConn. And, and, you know, you know, the old saying, I'm, I'm grabbing onto the old saying about defense wins championships, you know, and SCSU yep. has a pretty incredible defensive team. You know, they've, they've turned a lot of heads. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> That's yeah, why they I, play I, the game, right? Go yeah, ahead. unlike you and Ryan, I don't have a rooting and, – and Connor, I don't have a yeah. rooting interest. I, I just right. hope that they're good games. That's what yeah, I'm hoping yeah. for. I really hope right. they're good games. Right, right, yeah. Okay. All right, my friend. Well, hey, when, hey when, when do you go – when do go you uh, leave for Port- – when do you leave for Portugal? Uh, the end of uh, – towards the end of April. April, like, uh, yeah, we go to Amsterdam first for about a week, and then we go to Portugal. So yeah, we're well, you know, off the, about if, 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 if the Kings are in the second round of the playoffs, uh, oh, that's going to be very challenging for you. I hear you. I know. I know. I'll, I'll make it work though. Okay. Just like when I was in, <laughs> <laughs> just like was, when I was in Thailand, man, I was up at early hours of the morning, listening to the game. So I'll make it. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. Hey, listen, so you just plan your schedule. If you got to get up yeah. early, you get up early. Yeah, it's just, no big deal. Just, you know? Yeah. Just like, just like you do, man. You know, <laughs> uh, absolutely. It's not a big deal. You know, no, there's no. 24 hours in a day. Figure That's out right. how to manage it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> All right, my friend. Right. Nice chatting Take with you. Care. Right. You Take bye-bye. care. You too. Bye-bye. All right. If you want to get in on the program, uh, easy to do. Hit that hand icon, and we'll put you right on. Don't forget, again, pre, half, and post. A post-game show tonight could be pretty unbelievable. I, I really don't see how the Kings do not win this game tonight. And I know we've said that a lot. And then what happens? The Kings lose. So I don't want to put a jinx on them. But in this situation, with the crowd, the anticipation, Carl Anthony Towns not playing, looks like Edwards isn't playing. I I don't see how the Kings don't just steamroll the Timberwolves tonight. And, of course, Minnesota played last night as well. We can add that on there. So, you know, with that said, I probably just jinx the Kings, right? Because we do talk about this too often. But it, it is going to be it's going to be unbelievable tonight. It is going to be an unbelievable atmosphere. All right. Again, I want to hear from you. Uh, if you want to talk about the uh, final four, if you want to talk about uh, the Kings, we can certainly do that. And I, I just wonder what the atmosphere is going to be like at the end of the game tonight. Like how freaking amazing. Is that going to be? It's going to be incredible. All right, let's get to John. Hello, John. How are you today? I'm doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. 
first off, I want to start by uh, commending Sean and talking about what Sean said earlier. That that guy is he commands respect and deserves every bit that he gets. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, my son just uh, saw a dog walking around in his neighborhood about two, three weeks ago. Found out it was there, it was somebody's dog, and he's all, "Oh man, do you want the dog?" He, he wasn't taking care of him. My son took the dog in for two huge dog, two hundred or one hundred and twenty pounds. Took him in wow. with his kid, his wife, and everything. Took two weeks. They found a great home for him. So that's awesome. You know, that's like awesome. Sean, and and you guys were saying, you know, some people talk to talk, some people walk to walk. Well, you know, I walk to yep. walk. My son yep. walked the walk, and you know what? My father did the same too. So listen to you and Sean talk about your fathers. You know, after the recent events with my father, it really it really hits home. And um, I yep. not. Like you guys said, not everybody will do that, but Hey, more people than you think will do that. So, you know, life is humanity. Isn't all bad. So that that's, no, it's not. That's how I wanted to no, it's that. not. Yeah. Amen. Good job. Hey, yeah, that's exactly how I want needed to start that because that was, that was a, you know, Sean getting emotional like that. It's I'm in that state, you know, right now too. So that, that was great. That was absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Um, yep. Ryan congratulations final four oh man who would have thunk it i mean i had marquette so i've been i've had marquette in kansas so i've been rooting for the aztecs since since they went out just just for ryan you know what i mean so sure yeah so you know yeah go get him go get him and as for tonight man whatever happens is gonna happen but i have never like you just said and my son and i were talking about a little bit ago what's with Every single team we play have starters down, and you know how it's I unbelievable. It is. I I don't understand it. I I just don't understand it. I mean, I'm t- I got to take it, but you know how I am. I want to beat the best to be the best. I want the best to come in, and I want us to take care of them. But you know, with that said, if they're not coming in, well, I'm not going to play. I'm not playing halfway. I'm going to beat their second best with with whatever I can. So. I'm with you. It's just, I, 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 again, John, I've never seen anything quite like this. I have not, since the All-Star break, the Kings have had, what, maybe one or two games where the other teams have full strength? I've never seen anything like this. Name one. I don't even remember one. Actually, I mean, it's, I've never seen anything like it before. And I, you've been in the industry so long, and you've never seen it. So, it's mind-blowing. But, hey, you know what? We're going to take it. We're going to take it. Tonight, go Kings. We're lighting the beam. We're making the playoffs, and man, Grant, I'm gonna shave my beard. Wow, wow! How about <laughs> my wife that? when I left to work this morning? I said, "All right, Kings." She's all, "I'm getting the razor ready." But then she, we were talking <laughs> yesterday. She's all, oh, I'm getting rid of that because you know what I always say. Hey, you know, tell pe- people talk about my beard. I say, check it out. It wouldn't be here unless my wife didn't like it, and that's true. Yeah. And every time well, I you need more than a razor, you need you need shear, you need big time shears that you use outside, you know, uh, in the yard. That's what you need. Some for the sheep. Yes. Some, like, harvesting wool. <laughs> be harvesting yeah. wool. My wife, she it. does her hair to locks of love. A couple years ago, she's all, "That's what you should do, John. You gotta <laughs> cut your beard. I love it. You gotta leave it how it is and donate it to locks of love for cancer victims or somebody who wish they still had a beard. Yeah. You know." I, I yeah, giggle. That's great. It's fun as well. Grant, you take care, buddy. Love your show. Thank you, You're man. the best. And if it's not you, it's Sean and Ryan. So go Kings. Talk to you later. Thank you, John. You're
Top shelf, buddy. Top so, shelf. All right. We got uh, Ryan and Sacktown back with us. Maybe we got an update from the soccer field. No, I don't think that's what it is. What's up, buddy? Napes. I know John's still listening. Thank you to John. Uh, can John shave his beard on the postgame show as a celebration? I will oh, uh, wow. take your comments off the air. Well, we'll have to wait and see what uh, John John has to say about that. That would be incredible. Thank you, buddy. Good suggestion. Yeah. All right. Ryan's always thinking about, you know, things like that, you know? All right. Well, here's here's the answer. John, what do you think, buddy? John? Well, I'm going to put John back in the audience. All right. There you are. John, what's up? All right, I'll put it back in the audience. John, you got a bad connection there, but uh, we'll get you back on. How about that? That would be unbelievable. All right, let's see if we can get him on again. John, you just heard from Ryan. What do you think, buddy? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay. Hey, man, I will do it. Which post-game show? And my son's just saying, what app do we need to go on to do it? So uh, uh, We'll send you a link. Whatever. Okay. It would, we would send you a link uh, on YouTube. So, uh, let's see, do me a favor. Um, send me, you're on Twitter, right? No, I'm not. Do oh, you want my email right. address? Could you send stuff to my email? Yeah, but don't you, yeah, yeah. But you, I don't know if you want to give that out over, over the, uh, listen up. You can be on Instagram. No, my son is. Hey, Steve, you're on right. Instagram, right? Yeah. He's thinking of sending in a uh, link. What about Facebook? What about Facebook? He's on Facebook too. I'm not on almost any of these. You are. Well, you know what? And that's right I, I, good. You know what? And that you're smart. All right. Tell your son. Tell your son to send me. Oh, wait a minute. Just tell him to send me a direct message on either Facebook or Instagram. If you don't, just tell him Instagram's the easy. If you know, just tell him to send me a direct message with your email, and I'll have Ryan reach out to you. Got it. Awesome. He was listening and he's on board too. We'll do it, man. We're going to make this happen. It's fun as hell. You're the best. And I'm going to be You're awesome. lighter. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. Take care. And thank you, Ryan. All right, see you. <laughs> see you. Good suggestion. How about that, man? It's freaking awesome. All right. Let's get to uh, Jerry. Hello, Jerry. How are you? I'm fine, Grant. How are you, sir? I'm good. Thank you. Hey, Grant, you know, listening to you and Sean today, uh, you know, that guy, Sean, you know, he is one special human being, Grant. I mean, uh, you know what? I am a dog lover, Grant. My dog, Bailey, she's uh, getting up there in age. Uh, she's starting to slow down a little bit. But you know what? I mean, I got to commend uh, Sean. I mean, he, oh boy, Grant. I mean, uh, uh, one, he's unbelievable. He's, he's one, he's one special guy that God put on this earth for a reason. And he's freaking awesome, yep. dude. Awesome. He's a difference maker. Oh, boy. Uh, Grant, you know, what I want to ask you uh, about Luka Doncic, about all the complaining and about all the whining. He was at his presser uh, a couple nights ago, and he was saying that uh, uh, that his head is not in the game. He has personal things going off there. And a reporter asked him, he says, well, what else is going on? And then he says, I don't want to uh, discuss what's going on in, in my personal life, something like that. But, you know, he put it out there. Grant, I mean, and and I saw, too, that uh, he was not real happy with Mark Cuban. Uh, gave him, like, a stare. Uh, what do you think is going on there? Um, I don't know what's going on, but I will tell you that 
athletes are no different than everyday society. And I use that just as a, as a phrase for sake of conversation. Everyone's got stuff going on. And you know what? People manage to go to work when they have stuff going on. People manage how to be, uh, people manage how to be single dads and single moms. All right. People manage how to do what's necessary to continue on, even when they have problems in their life. So I'm not saying it doesn't affect you, but you know, Luca to me is a guy that has constantly complained to the officials ever since he entered the league. Okay. And that is growing so old. I am, I don't even enjoy watching a guy play anymore. I, I just don't enjoy watching him because it's just ridiculous. He is constantly arguing and whining after every call. It's turned me off. It's turned me off, Jerry. I, I have a difficult time watching him play. Grant, uh, maybe you can answer this for me. Uh, they were saying that he got his 16th technical fail, but there's still a chance that he can play the next game. Um, I thought once you had 16, you were suspended for the next game going forward. Well, they, one of the technicals could be reviewed, and the league can make a decision whether to rescind the technical or not. I see. And, Grant, you got to understand, too, 16 technical fouls in a season, Grant. I mean, oh, my God, I thought DeMarcus was bad. Seriously. Yeah, it's awful. It's just ridiculous. I mean, oh, Draymond Green's already done that. He's already missed a game. I mean, I just, I, I just don't have any sympathy for these players that are whining all the time. Not just once in a while, all the time. It. I don't know how you feel about it, Jerry. I mean, I know how you feel, but I mean, I don't know if it's enough to make you not want to watch these guys play. I don't even enjoy watching a game with Luka Doncic because I'm tired of watching him complain all the time. And Grant, is it true too that Mark Cuban picks up the technical fouls for his players and for his for his coaches? Well, he's not allowed to do that. So if he does it, he does it behind the scenes. So you know that that money is automatically deducted from a from a from the check of a player. All right. So you know, or at least that's my understanding. That's how that's done. So it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I'm sure that happens you know, with a lot of other owners and players. The reality is when you make the type of money that these players make, we're talking about pocket change here. Right. So it's really not a big deal. And Grant, let me ask you, uh, so do you think, uh, I'm not trying to say that the NBA is going to have any kind of retaliation toward players or toward teams, but do you think uh, they're on the radar? Um, like, uh, uh, yes. Mark Cuban, uh, like uh, DeMarcus Cousins for Sacramento, you think uh, that they're, you know, they're going to know, oh, because this guy's going to start some shit tonight. So let's, guys, be be aware of this. Of course. Don't... Okay. Of course. All right. 100%. 100%. And, yep. and Grant, so do you think that Mark Cuban, because I know he's had a couple of beats with the NBA before, uh, do you think the NBA gets tired of his whining too all the time? He's actually gotten a lot better as of late. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. You know, the the NBA needs to start policing her league more. And I think that's one of the biggest problems with the league right now. And I don't quite understand it. I don't understand why Adam Silver is now a puppet commissioner. He's a puppet commissioner. I, I just don't understand that. I really don't. I, I don't understand why there's not more direction coming from the commissioner's office as it pertains to these issues. Well, Grant, you know what? Uh, the commissioner, Adam Silver, he's, you know, he went out there and he had like a press conference, like the league's fine, everything's going good. Grant, he has, yeah. you know, he's so, 
Uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know what the guy's taking, but it's like, no, your league is not fine. Your league is not fine. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, it's not. It's not like in trouble or anything, but it could be better. And the TV ratings have not been good. That's got to be alarming. So, uh, the, yeah, it's it's. I I just will tell you once again. I'm so turned off by the players that like the Devin Booker's and Chris Paul. They're one. They're constant complaining all the time. I just absolutely uh, am turned off by that. I really am. Grant, let me ask you this. Uh, within the next five years, if the NBA does not any, do anything to fix their game, how do you see that league going, Grant? If what? The, if the, the NBA? If the NBA continues doing what they're doing for the next five years without making any kind of changes, how do you see the league in five more years? Well, they will make changes because I have been in behind closed door meetings with the league uh, for decades, and they don't just stand pat when things are not going the way they want, they make changes. So I think that would be highly unlikely, but if they don't, um, I think the ratings will continue to drop. And I think that more people will find other things to do instead of watching NBA basketball. Grant, let me ask you one more thing, sir, before, uh, before that's it. Yep. Um, do you think, uh, well, well, actually, you know, like when the Lakers won the championship in 2020, do you consider that winning a championship grant? I mean, uh, the right way? Well, no, I, I think there's an asterisk next to it. I mean, it's not the Lakers' fault. They were going by what the league wanted to do to continue the season and the bubble and everything. So I'll ask you this, Jerry. If the Kings had won the championship that year, how would you feel about it? Would you say it didn't count? Would you not have taken joy out of it? Would have it been cheap? I mean, how would you feel? I would say the Kings are world champions, Grant. <laughs> there you go. There you have it. All yep. right. So, oh, jeez. Right. Take care. You are, you are, you are a beauty. Oh my God. All right. Grant. Thank you very much, sir. Have a good All right. Night. You too. <laughs> That's good stuff right there. All right. Don't forget, pregame with Ryan. He'll be on with me at halftime and postgame. And if you missed my show today with Sean Salisbury on YouTube, just do, do yourself a favor. Check it out. Okay. Check it out. And uh, John, if you're still listening, try to send me your son to send me that as soon as possible. Okay. You can do that as well. Or I'll tell you what, John, you can do this. I know you're still listening. You can send me an email because I've already put my, uh, one of my email accounts out for the pictures. Send me an email with your email to gnapier at gmail.com, John. All right. So send me. Uh, an email, G Napier, N A P E A R, at gmail.com. That would probably be the best way to do it, John. All right. Just drop me a quick email, G Napier at gmail.com. This could be a special night in Sacramento, everybody. Enjoy it. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.